Welcome back to another episode of Subpar Delivery. This is Matt and we got Mike. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just kind of start this, this episode out with a fire fest. Kind of, I guess I got to explain that a little bit. I stole this off another popular podcast. Uh, basically, it is what was the biggest inconvenience of your week recently. Uh, Mike, you want to go ahead and start us off? I um, had to do all the family stuff for the holidays. And this past weekend, I had the privilege of standing in the rain outside of the museums in our wonderful nation's capital to go see museums that I'd already seen many, many times with my young cousins. How was it, Mike? It was absolutely terrible, man. (laughs) It was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Yeah? A little bit hungover, standing in the rain, having to walk multiple blocks from parking spots. I was was not a happy man. Well, I mean, it was raining, so fortunately it wasn't very crowded. It was packed. There was a 20-minute line. I stood outside of a museum for 20 minutes in the rain. So everyone kind of had the same idea. I guess. It's just a bunch of terrible people standing outside in the rain to go see dinosaurs well, I mean, <laughs> that aren't even alive. It's still cool. What about you, Matt? What was yours? I'm not nearly as, as bad as yours, Mike, but again, kind of home for the holidays type scenario. Didn't do any Christmas shopping, so, you know, day before Christmas Eve, I yeah. gotta get all my gifts. You're silly if you Christmas shop before Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> that's my hot take. It's, let's say, <laughs> that's something. Being overprepared is not cool. Well, I was not prepared at all. <laughs> Let's say that. And I uh, ran into my local Target, ready to, you know, I had games in this section, you know, home goods in this section, produce here. They they flipped all that shit on me. I came in, knew it, and had no idea where anything was. Took me forever to find stuff. I literally was just doing laps around Target. What was the last time you were on a Target? I, well, that it was that particular one. I guess it had been a few months. I mean, last time I was home. That's unfortunate. Last Christmas Eve. So, so how long did it take you? How long did you get your Christmas shopping knocked out in? My family took, I think I was, I was actually pretty good. It only took about four hours, four or five hours. Um, wasn't terrible. I, I did buy some gifts ahead of time. But yeah, the majority of, majority of them were, were taken in Target. You actually just reminded me that I need to finish my Christmas shopping <laughs> right now. And so. I wish I remember it was my mother's birthday today. And I was able to call a sibling and, and send That's flowers. That's my tomorrow. Yeah? Yep. Your mother's birthday tomorrow. Mother's birthday, yeah. Mother's birthday. That's our soon-to-be future guest. We will introduce him in the next segment. Um, now, we also got hot takes. So you said your hot take was the not being prepared. Yeah. You going to run with that one? No, I've got another one, okay. which is that there really isn't... I don't even know if this is a hot take as much as an observation, mm-hmm. but there really aren't many places that are fun to live weather-wise. You got, like, San Diego... All right. Yeah. You got like Florida. Florida sucks and it's humid and it's yeah. miserable. Hurricanes. Right. Like here we are in the mid Atlantic. It still sucks. Mm-hmm. All right. Winters are cold. Summers are hot, humid and miserable. You get snow in the north. Like there's really not many places that. I guess gotta go to Italy. I guess. I guess something like that. But that's my. That's just an observation. That's a pretty good one. I think mine could also be considered an observation. A little conspiracy theory here. I think Amazon's stealing our packages. Amazon is stealing your packages? To get into your house. Because they want you to buy their security device, right? To let their people drop off the packages. So what they're doing is they're having a delivery guy come say it's delivered and then go walk away with the package. You come back. Oh, my package is on. I got stolen. Amazon, my package is stolen. They go, no worries. We'll replace it immediately. Give you back the original package. They do that enough. You're like, damn, I really need to get this Amazon security thing. That's a legitimate conspiracy theory. I, I mean, I'm, 
I'm no joke. I think I might be doing it. That's I, so. So Amazon, yeah, maybe isn't doing everything it can to make sure you get your packages. Right. And maybe even not blatantly doing it, but yeah. I doubt they're doing much to prevent it because they want to get into your house. They want that data. They want that data. Oof. But I, yeah, we're gonna have to follow up on that. <laughs> I think we'll we'll do you know we'll dig into it a little later on. Um, but that's gonna go ahead and wrap up our intro here. Looking for a podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously? Or maybe they just don't care. Glad you've stumbled your way here. It's time for Subpar Delivery with Matt and Mike. For today's guest, we have a political guru and longtime friend of mine, Bobby. Um, Bobby, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself here. Hello, everybody. My name is Bobby, and I have known Matt a while. Uh, I have been eager to get on the podcast, start sharing my views of... Uh, happy to have you, Bob. I'm happy good to, have to be you here, too, Bobby. Yeah. yeah, good to be here. Good, good, good. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> now, Bob, as a political guru and kind of the insight you have into that realm, in that field, uh, what are you thinking about the candidates we have for this political election? I think that it's going to be a wild year in 2020. The uh, the Democratic race is boiling down to the the final five. Uh, it's going to be, uh, but then you have people like Bloomberg coming out of left field. Uh, about him. Yeah, he's he's running a totally different race than anybody else. Uh, he's investing heavily in California and states that don't have mm-hmm. early primaries. Uh, and then you have Donald Trump who yeah. you can never really predict what he's going to do, and he's running in there with a good economy. So what do you think about Biden? I like Joe Biden. Okay, so I mean, like, he was close to people like John McCain, which is always a good sign. That's very true. So how many how many beers for Biden? Yeah, Bobby, how many beers? Beers? Yeah. Could you have with Biden? Or? Mm. No, that's not quite the question that's going to ask you. How, how many beers to, to, go, to go with Biden? You know, take, take him up to your room. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't have a number of beers necessarily. It's not my drink of choice. It's not how okay. this play, Bobby. Okay. We'll say four. We'll say four. <laughs> okay. We'll <get> four again. <laughs> I don't think the question is really articulated in a very clear way. I think you understood. <laughs> four beers. Uh, <laughs> now, actually, I did see Bobby was researching this the other day, and I, Mike, had totally forgotten about this recently. And I think our listeners had forgotten about this as well. But the Hawaii missile scare. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Talk about That's it. crazy. Look, just think about that yeah. for a second. Think about... And that was just gone. Like, people were just... That happened. Everyone freaked out and then kind of just went away. Think about just being in Hawaii and then getting an alert that says, this is not a drill. Right. Ballistic missiles incoming to Hawaii. Out in the middle of... Like, you can't yeah, yeah. get out can't of drive away far enough. Like Yeah. And it just... We don't talk about it anymore, no. but it must have been an incredibly traumatic, like, yeah. three minutes. Imagine, like, what some people said during that period oh, of time oh where they Lord. thought they, yeah. were, they were toast. Yeah. And then they were able to start tweeting things out, like, saying, like, don't worry about this. This is a drill. So I don't think it really made it the full eight minutes that it should take. Mm-hmm. But... Like, well, no, kind of what that makes me think of just the fragility of our little society. Yeah. Right? Like, everything falls apart yeah. from, like, a... One mishap sends the wrong email yeah. out, you know? Like, text literally. message and the whole world ends. Right, and right. it's just somebody <laughs> forgot to put the right filter on of yeah. the, the message they were going to send out. Yeah. But we were talking about earlier the, the missile defenses. I'm not sure what kind of missile defenses Hawaii has. If something was coming if towards the, the... Like they said, that there was a missile coming towards D.C., 
I think my first thought would be like, all right, well, how are they going to yeah, I hope get they get it knocked down. down. Yeah, know, we don't we don't want that over here. <laughs> no, right. thank you. But Hawaii, yikes! I'm sure they have something, but they're an island in the middle of right. the ocean. I don't know anything about that. So where would you where would you rather be in the event of a that text message? Yeah, that text message. Would you rather be in Hawaii or would you rather be in downtown Washington D.C.? Wherever the text is Washington D.C. for sure. If the I'm confident coming, that the Congress is going to try to protect themselves. There's a couple good things about D.C. <laughs> Uh, if the text is coming to wherever you are in the country, like I can't just say I want to hide out in Wyoming with the lowest population density and uh, yeah. and hope that the bombs don't hit Wyoming, uh, DC would be a pretty pretty good place if you had to be somewhere and mm-hmm. it was coming to you. Well, then you'd be. Well, they they it, we're not talking about them smuggling in a bomb. They're they're, they're shooting it. You right. know, like we can knock it out of the sky if if the, anywhere has the defenses to do it. There's probably a lot of like. Military bases around here too. The CIA is let themselves get bombed. Like, right. Well, there's the other. The other part is um, traffic would be miserable. Traffic. I would. Oh, I would no just chance. go in my basement. No I would chance. just. You'd be like, okay. What are you running for? Yeah. I mean, like that's already the train. Yeah. There's like, no way to get out of the hood. And the radius. That Uber you, surge would be absurd. You get that. You get that follow-up text three minutes later, and it's already backed up forever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're never getting out. Might as well just sleep under your desk. There's no reason. Right. Now, yeah. what do you think the worst place to get that text would be? Like, like you're doing something. I don't even know. Like, you get that. Like, if you're in Florida. No, no, like, when you're in Hawaii. Oh. Like, you're in Hawaii, the missile's coming. Well, here's And you're, you know... Here's a tangent. You're at school, the you're on the toilet. The way people thinking about this, yeah. when I was uh, younger, I'd say about 11, mm-hmm. I was on a beach on the West Coast uh, that had this giant sand dune that mm-hmm. was probably 15 uh, stories tall. And there was, we were there on a Monday, and I remember that because the tsunami alarm started going oh. And you saw everybody panicking except for this one guy who apparently lived on the beach who was like laughing and saying that they do a tsunami drill, drill uh, the first Monday of every <laughs> month. But everybody else didn't know no that. Knew. And you saw people at the top of the sand dune yeah. sprinting down the sand dune to try to get to safety. When you're, if they were thinking, <laughs> the tsunami is not going to beat the 15-story Dude. Right, and it were, like you would have to be in the in the Southeast Pacific to get a a, a wave that big, but they know. were still running yeah. all the way down. And what did you do? Well, we we were next to the guy who lived on the beach. Ah, uh, so you're good. You had yeah, your we were able to laugh good. at everybody else. Uh, <laughs> but it's the same sort of thing. Like if you if you get that message, mm. you're not going to be acting rationally, and that's what right. makes Hawaii so scary to me. Well, what I think would be horrible but very funny is for when that missile message came through. Is if you're like mid proposal at a restaurant, yeah, and you're down, and the phones go off, and everyone instead of clapping is just freaking out and yeah. running around, and you're, did, what did I a, do? Yeah, is it a yes? <laughs> like, like <laughs> but then you also like maybe you rethink it, and you have to back that one out. Yeah, maybe right? you did that. Maybe the missile scare <laughs> saved my my marriage that never happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Better you. take a test. You're like, oh, that <laughs> would be. Yeah, screw worst best places. You got your yeah. final. You. Did not study for. But can you imagine? That's uh, probably be the most chaotic place in the world. Right. If something like that were to happen. I mean, like that, even though you might get out of your, your mm-hmm. assignments, kids all running around. I mean, we can't, we had got to find a way to prevent this thing from ever happening. How would you spin that to your boss after making that mistake? Oh, uh, you don't. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you... you know, I'm you pretty start, sure they got rid of the governor because of this. <laughs> yeah, you just oh, start, start hacking. You just, yeah. you just put your head down. Like, the <laughs> governor had nothing to do with it. And they, they knocked him out. Yeah, just send me my paperwork. <laughs> Just, just go into him after it happens. Just meh. won't see you Monday. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm need a day or two off to yeah. 
couple <laughs> terms on this one. I think that guy ended up suing the state of Hawaii or something. For putting him on blast or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah they did. I don't know. They you like messed up that bad. They like sold him out. Good. Yeah. Well, Good. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So, Mike, you were reading some Reddit threads there. Yeah, I was. Got any good ones? I do like Ask Men. I mean, we could have a whole episode on Reddit. Throw a couple of Bob's way. No, it's conspiracy. Conspiracy? No, no, conspiracy. That, the Ask Men one. Oh. No, I thought, let's stick with the one we just were, were talking about. Conspiracy. It's conspiracy. Well, I don't think any, do you have any pulled up? No. That's why. Well, we can take a second here to pause. <laughs> What's the best book that you've read in 2019? The best book I read in 2019. You can opt out. I can or can't? can can't. Let me look at my. Let's take a quick second. <laughs> You're just gonna be cutting through all this stuff. I need to look at my. Have you read book. a book in 2019? I li- I listen to books all the time. Okay. All right. Well, Mike. Well, Bobby's trying to figure out his audible history. What book have you read in 2019? I've read a lot of books. Really? Yeah. Um, How often do you read? I could two or three nights a week. Yeah. Pretty good. Like Cold War thrillers, kind of. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, Jersey. I think it's going to be the big short. I like I was, the big yeah. short. Yeah, I mean, the, I hadn't really seen the movie, mm-hmm. and, but I'd heard a lot of good things about the book, and I didn't really know much about the 2008 crash until I read that. It's a good, yeah. it's a good book. It's well-written, good page. Is it bad that I like nonfiction more now? Like, I'm getting into it? No, I think like, it's perfectly acceptable. That and yeah. World War II. Just hit that stage like, what of my sort life. Of, what oh, sort of nonfiction? <laughs> well, the nonfiction I read recently was about um, finding... A Mayan Incan temple out in Honduras, but it actually wasn't related to either of them. It was a whole different civilization. Oh, it talked about That's how it got just completely abandoned and why it got abandoned, just as standing. Did it just look like the same like temple culturally? No, they knew it was, it was similar but different. That they they left stuff there, and because of what they found, they knew that while they traded, it was their own different yeah. civilization. Oh, that's really interesting. Which was really cool. Yeah. But it tied in the Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond and how. The, um, all the diseases just completely wiped them out and wiped them out at such a rate they thought the land was cursed so they just left so they didn't that, even pack up and go they sense. just left it so like 90% of the population uh, got decimated yeah his numbers are insane alright what about this one Matt this is mm-hmm. another one for you from uh, from our write-in board here oh, good yes from you're at a party yeah you see a girl you like and you want to impress her what do you say what do I say have you met Matt no, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You here. don't have anything? Well, like step, situation. One, step one, podcast. Yeah, step one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, step obviously. Step one, I got hobbies. <laughs> that's the shit that you guys have that I think you really need to play up more. This is a, this play is up more. I think already. No, I, I played it up one night at the bar and yeah, yeah like seven numbers. Because I was like, there you go. Hey, no, they want to be with somebody on the up and up. Plug. Here's now I know. My podcast. <laughs> you can't be getting into that much trouble if you're spending all this time podcasting, right? Exactly. Very true. Very true. It's an underrated game. play. That's very underrated. Honestly, I usually just introduce myself and go from there. But I mean, try to impress her, though. I guess it would have to be podcast. Like, what else do we have, Matt? That's it. A lie? <laughs> Tell lies and send memes, guys. We can yeah. do this. <laughs> the story of the 2010s. Right. Soon to be 2020s. Soon to be 2020s. <laughs> that, could be, that could be the tagline for the entire decade. Tell so lies and send yeah. memes. Goodness. <laughs> the title of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> Which I am gonna write. Really? Yeah, you're gonna do one there. What chapter are we in right now? We're not. We're not there yet. <laughs> no, I mean like, like of your no. life. What chapter? Like this is all gonna get shoved into like the preface. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, and then okay. the rest of it's gonna be like after I kind of figure things out a little bit. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
then every like two months is gonna have a chapter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredible detail. They'll be watching Mad Men. <laughs> you have somebody filming the whole thing just so you can get it right. Good lord, Bob. What would you do? What I do for what? Go and press the girl. What do you say? Uh, you know, I'd have to start breaking out some like soliloquies mm-hmm. uh, from from my extensive experience in uh, in, in Shakespearean the drama. You're not gonna say I was a guest on a podcast. Uh First, we'll have to see how this one turns out. Okay. <laughs> if it turns out well, well then I'm going to start. They, they, yeah. Have the links ready. Write it on my forehead, ready to go. Uh, but we'll see. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, this is fantastic right yeah. here. This one says, what are little things that I need to learn as an adult man? Oh, I saw that one. And the first one, the first comment says, learn how to cook a few dishes. Learn how to manage expectations. <laughs> oh, that second one. That second one is huge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh hilarious. <laughs> Dude, managing expectations. That was almost the name of this podcast because mm-hmm. that's a, just a part of who we are as yeah. men. Right? Yeah. Yeah, when you're just... in your mid-20s, it's all about managing expectations at that's work yeah. with whatever females you may or may not be talking to. Exactly. You got to manage your parents' expectations of what you're <laughs> going to become. Right, because of course you're only telling them the positives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. I'm a month away from moving back home. <laughs> <laughs> the Instagram quality story of your life. Yeah. Moving back up. <laughs> hey. hey! You miss me. <laughs> Where do I put my stuff? Yeah, exactly. Just kind of taken. Alright, Bob, switching it up here. Uh, we're going to do a little new segment called Would You Rathers. So, would you rather have to take the bus for the rest of your life? Never. Or have to wear Heelys for the rest of your life? Heelys. And they're like, like lime forever. green. Like forever? Forever. Wait, you can't, like, what about like a, like, so with your suit, you'd be wearing lime green yep. heels. Yeah, yeah. And when you say you go, the bus, and going into interviews, can I say the bus? You had to just find your way on the bus at some point every day. Well, I mean, you can live somewhere that's on a good bus route. You could, but it's if you want to travel, you have to take the bus. You can't fly. No bus at all. Like, what if you take the bus to the airport? Nope. Then you could take the bus to another right. bus. You could, you could like play off. It is limiting. It is the Heelys are terrible. You could play off the Heelys with like, oh, I got a head injury. Like I'm a little. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Right. For the rest of your life, you have to play that card. I just really like Heelys because I fell down the stairs. Or just work remote. I'm not getting on a bus. I'll tell you that. The bus isn't bad if you have to use your bus as your primary form of of commuting. Uh, If you live in a metropolitan area, it couldn't be that bad. It's when you try to leave the metropolitan area. Right. You can't get from... Well, you can, but... It would take a while. Yeah. It'd be miserable. I mean, you can bus to New York. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. I'm never going to try. You pay for the bus every time you go anywhere, too? Yeah. It's just a long-term financial fee. <laughs> you got to buy new Heelys every month. You can never go month. to the West Coast. How much you can is your never time go to the West Coast. Exactly. It depends. Yeah, how much is your time worth? Because I'm not sitting on a bus for five days to drive to on a Greyhound bus. Right. You characters. just be stuck within like a day's radius of your... All I'm saying is, I don't look good in Heelys, so I'm going bus. Do you know? When's the last time you wore Heelys? Never worn Heelys, but... I wish... I think I actually tried them once and I fell when I said, this isn't for me. I think it's possible to live within your own community. Yeah. I'm going to go bus. You're going to go bus, Mike? No, the, the lime green. It, <laughs> yeah, the, the lime green. Like, the if they were bro- I could, black I or something. Right, them. exactly. You can disguise them as just normal. As but no, they you, have to be very if obvious. If that was an option, dress shoes with Heelys in them, I would choose that without any of sort course. of... Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. That's almost I awesome. I always wear I would, Heelys. I might even buy those. That would be kind of sweet. That would be pretty yeah, sweet. But, um, looking like a child. Trademark. 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 Yeah. Dress shoot Heelys. Dressy. Dress yeah. Heelys. You heard it here first. Exactly. Because they would also give you, you the lift. You. They would give you like the, the yeah. lift in the back. Yeah. yeah. So you you little little little. Mm-hmm. 
I did wear, I uh, visited a friend of mine and he had cowboy boots and I didn't like, I came right from work. So I used his boots to go out. Felt great. I was like, oh my God. Cause it gave me an extra like inch and a half. And I was walking around. Yeah. It was good. It feels good. It felt real good. I was All like, right. I need more of these. It's going to yeah. be my next investment. Yeah. It's cowboy boots. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think you should go straight for the hat first. I think you did <laughs> pretty ten, good. 10 gallon bucket hat. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> That'll give me an extra foot. <laughs> I'm burning. <laughs> All right, Matt, what else we got in here? I think, I think we ran out of stuff. <laughs> I think we did run out of stuff. So we're just going to spitball it here. You okay. can always cut this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we were talking about the Aztecs. Let's go back to the Aztecs. Actually, Aztecs and all that stuff? Uh, what do you think? Imagine the world right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. if it had gone the other way around. Well, if they'd survived. No, they the Aztecs got the boats. And they went. They would have still died because they didn't have defenses against the diseases that Europeans had. Yeah, that is true. Is the reason that they didn't have the defenses because they weren't around domesticated animals? Yes. I guess you're asking a lot of what ifs to go back and say, what if they had the domesticated animals? Right. Right, then you yeah, then you basically reinvent everything. And then, yeah. and then it's yeah. like the, the okay. You yeah. could take it whatever direction you All want right. after that. The whole thing doesn't work. <laughs> Cut it. But what if I mean what if they didn't get in contact, right? What if they weren't if they were deep enough in the jungle that the Europeans didn't get into contact with them and they weren't as infected by the diseases. I mean, survived. eventually they would have been contacted. Right. There's, still, there's still tribes that are uncontacted right now. Yeah. Or at least they, missionaries have tried to contact them, but it's against the law to go talk to them. Oh, here we go. What's crazy is that I read in, the, read in that book, though, is that the people who found this place got diseases that were in, like, just limbo from the yeah. mites and the bugs that still had it in their blood system. Yeah. And then they would give it to other animals, but the animals wouldn't get it. They just kept it dormant right. until humans came. So they literally walked into like a hotbed yeah. of just ancient diseases. Just yeah. nasty shit. Yeah. And then That's came crazy. out of it. And, you know, he wrote about what happened in the aftermath and how he got it. And I think like eight other people did on the 10 person trip. It's terrible. crazy. Yeah. You get, or you go into a, uh, into a pyramid, you know, after it's been sealed for a long time and yeah, all the explorers yeah. get sick yeah. uh, from the, the pharaoh's curse. Uh, is, that, is that a real thing, though? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty real. Look it up. There. The first guy who went inside... I saw it read about that. Was that... There's a movie about that called Tomb Raider. Well, <laughs> the Mummy. Or the Mummy. The best, put them together. The best fiction yeah. models fact. Mm, interesting. Well, we can actually bring up something oh, yeah. that we had... Oh, go go ahead, Matt. Sorry. And that we had in a previous uh, episode, but it was pitch a movie idea. So, Bobby, pitch your movie ideas. What do you got? Nothing right now. And nothing. I, I'm gonna pitch. Not you. even Tomb Raider mummy hybrid. I don't have any. That's more. been done. I <laughs> I love the mummy movies. Uh, hmm. What do you think, Mike? Pitch yours. I don't have another movie, but I do have a business idea. Go ahead. Um. So you know packages when you when you buy something from a store, it comes in a cardboard box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a picture of whatever it is on the front of it. Right. Maybe a model. Oh, right. Yes. Someone holding something. Right. Right. My idea is to sell ad space on packaging for sex sex uh, hotlines. Mm. So you see a model that you like. Right. Under package. Want to talk to this girl? Number right there. Blah, 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 blah. Super convenient. Right. It's like a pop up ad. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I bet that somebody can make a lot of money off that idea. And you just. Again. Start shooing people to copyright. Yeah, yeah, copyright trademark. Start pushing people towards these. So, lines. would you be negotiating with the people that are printing the boxes, 
would you be the people that are printing the boxes and put it on there? Because you know, like some of those T-shirts, nah, if you get like custom ink T-shirts, you have to put on the custom ink logo or pay extra to get it off. So are you saying you can get our boxes normally, or you pay us a, a smaller rate to be able to see to use boxes for cheaper, but they have our advertising on? I'm saying the sex hotlines or the hotlines pay a nominal fee to a select type or group of products. Mm-hmm. That they then have their advertising. That they then have the advertising. I have to say that we're really limiting ourselves if we just limit it to, to sexual advertising because that would only work in... Well, we were just hoping you'd run the Nevada. Yeah, we were, oh. yeah. Like, we were just going to give them your number. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, DC almost made that legal uh, this year, and they, they were really talking about it. They were trying to put on, a, on the... Bob, Bob Hotline? Specifically for... Yeah, yeah. Bob Hotline. A Bob Line. Uh, but Bob line. Hot Bob line. Unfortunately, the will of the people wasn't uh, carried out. And you had that one all queued up. Bob line. Bob line. Oh yeah, I guess I've been working on it a while. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. Okay. The Bob- <laughs> this this is the movie, right? The Bob line. How Bobby became infamous. It's supposed to and be made a- millions on his uh, package delivery sex hotline. Yeah, I mean, the, some of the components are there. Uh, some of those components probably won't be in the final movie, uh, nor mm-hmm. are they anything I'm endorsing. But the it's an interesting idea. Always am happy to hear new ideas. I still think the winner is the intern consulting deal. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. So people do that. Well, yeah. I think what our idea would be, and maybe Mike doesn't agree with this or doesn't agree with this, but we spin it as academic. So we say, hey, you want to build your resume, come you work for us for free companies. as an intern and edit our That's podcast. The whole Oh, you mean for the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we say it's academic and we don't have to pay them or anything. I can think of a couple good people to do that and their last names all happen to be... Yeah. uh, You should see some of the companies that are like supposed to help you find internships on the Hill. Mm -hmm. They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're ridiculous. I'm not talking the Hill. I'm talking like... Yeah. Yeah, We'll get you into Applebee's corporate. Yeah. (laughs) Applebee's. How do you think people are banging down Applebee's and doing Oh, man. Dude, probably, like, grow up in the Midwest. Yeah. Right need an internship. That's the nicest restaurant in town. When's the last time you went to Applebee's? Mike made me go. Um, probably, like, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah? We went with our coworkers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, unlimited apps and all? We didn't. They, don't they, have didn't, they didn't have that at that time. Who does it? Who has that? It's like Chili's or TGI Fridays, baby, which is even better. Right. Maybe Ruby Tuesdays. What's the difference between all those? They're the same thing. Yeah. The, I, the, there's... Yeah, I, I'd say there's only one that's slightly better than the rest, and it's Red, Red Robin. Mm-hmm. It's slightly better than the rest. Chili's is slightly below, but the other ones, Ruby Tuesdays, Applebee's, I haven't been there enough to be able to... Here's a tough, would you rather? Would you rather eat at Ruby Tuesdays for the rest of your life, or eat at Applebee's for the rest of your life? Immaterial. <laughs> exactly. I, I would flip a coin. Ruby Tuesdays has a salad bar. Ooh, do they? That could yeah, really be a Applebee's good one dollar $1 drinks. I'm sure Ruby Tuesday's drinks are. We gotta get all this Applebee's cake. We really, really keep pushing it. We're, we're getting no returns. I mean, they are paying us a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for calling you guys immaterial. <laughs> Saved our sponsorship right there. Hey everybody, thanks for, well, for joining us. I was just going pause and then I was gonna end it. I, uh, <laughs> I just wanna say to all of my fans out there, thank you for, for tuning into this podcast for the first time. Uh, I really appreciate your patience and, and sticking with me during this this, this rough conversation. Uh, I'll be in touch. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Bobby, for that. Um, we'll just go ahead and cut that out. Uh, appreciate it. Mike, uh, closing thoughts or anything? I don't have anything. I think that we're having a lot of fun doing this. Yes, we are. Good we time. Are. Appreciate any feedback. 
Yep. We're always in the market for more or better content mm -hmm. because we work very hard to bring this to you guys every week. We so, do. And we'll, so, keep, we'll keep it going. And Bobby, thank you again for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me.